Welcome to Road Boy Connectivity, where we bring light to life, love, connection, and ascension. The Road Boy Way, this and every Sabbath. Join us as we speak on matters of the body, the mind, trials, triumphs, and reaching our highest potential. So, every Road Boy, every Road Girl, RJ Diner, and RJ Dine. Forward. Testing, testing, one, three. Now test two, what about you? Yeah, man, so we have some new equipment, so we can do some phone call now without the feedback and the static and the speaker phone, so yeah, very excited to put that to the test. And the first person we have a call is my doctor, Bridget, because me know a thing or two about herbs and herbology and holistic but they don't know it is always rival or they rival each other the medicine industry the um the medical doctrine so i call someone that is very um versing to that understanding and i could just treat some points you know Call the right now. General Snaps are gone. Dr. Ashman, where are you, brother? Yeah, I'm going to use the back end of the sun there. You're going to use it? Ain't nothing new. the family? Family great, you know. Just be happy. Just make a room with things are and yours good and everybody good, no complaints. Or everything by your side. All is well, man. Yeah, I don't know. We're traveling, man, so. Rolling Stone get us no mass, you know. Eh, as my dad tell me, they watch your, your, your snap them all day when you're there, yard. Yeah. I live vicariously through you. How was that? If I ask you, oh, what's that? <laughs> Since you live back here, yeah, yeah. well, let me tell you, it was great. I, think, I mean, you see me, I watch all of them. Say, enjoy Long yourself. Time I'm go back, man. Man, I tell you. That means can't you wait enjoy yourself. Can you imagine what me feel? The times are 100, man, I tell you. Yeah, man. They do a trip back this December, but it just never worked out. So, hopefully, later on this year, I can go back. But trust me, man, if I did have my way, I'd have to back at least three times a year, minimum. But you know, it's go with work and study. But brother, we know in how much time a year said the root of the thing. You see, man, if I always go back to the root of the thing, I decide how we And no matter how we go, you know, everything will resonate with we come from there, so first to. and foremost. So, yeah, man, my call from half of the program because you don't know the Road Boy Connectivity podcast. Yeah. Going on, you know, me and I talk about it for a while, a couple yeah. months now, and it actually I go on right now, so. Yeah, man, you actually upon yeah, the ear right now. Congratulations. So. Congratulations on that. Um, you know, a lot of people have ideas for the whole lot of things, and and that's where it stays, ideas. So the fact that you get it off the ground, congrats. And, and we've been talking, and some know there are certain things you want to implement and ways you have to make it better. But the first step is always just pushing through, and you do that. So big up yourself. 
And yeah, man, this is the fourth episode, you know. Sorry if it takes so long for you to show it, but you don't know. But I have to make sure so when me and you are reason, it, it unadulterated, you know. Make sure so when I have no issues, no technical issues, I kind of master the technical framework right now. So, yeah, man, we can just reason right through right now, very clear. Because the last time we have Maurice whoa, whoa. on the program, Maurice. Yeah. And only for static and feedback, I will never have the device, then would have would allow yeah. if we make that clear. So now we have it. We make the investment. Yeah. And, I use it now. You sound clearer than me. So that's good. Well, so well, I have in a headphone, so probably that have something to do with it. Yeah, so. But yeah, man, big up yourself. So tell me what, what, what made you start doing podcasting? So, you know, me is a bridging way. I love the monks, my bridging them. See? Yeah. I love to socialize mm-hmm. overall, you know, as a Libra, as, mm-hmm. a, as a Venus child I don't know if yeah. you really know much about that but yeah it's a social one I mean, all is the room of bridging okay. them and you know that you know, it matter whether the one them are full of consciousness or the one them are just full of joy it no matter whatever yeah. the reason in the atmosphere but all is I said to myself about other people supposed to enjoy this too you know man mm-hmm. this is too much fun or this is too much consciousness or this is too much insight or this is too much motivation for, for now <laughs> share so I always yeah. say back in them time they say Boy, whenever I make one good money, I go buy one radio frequency for myself. That way, say, when people are driving all far or whatever, they just want to listen to some authentic, real reasoning, as if they're my partner. Because me, myself, I would have grown other people are reason and just a whole drive by listening to them. So I say, yeah, man, I want to give the people them that, I want to give them something that I even before me even think about putting the wellness aspect out there. It was much more, yo, I want to reason with my bridging them. I want other people enjoy mm-hmm. that. So that was the idea that birthed the um the radio yeah. station. But now that technology yeah. has progressed, everybody can own a radio station from out of them living room. You see me? So, yeah. So right now that's, so that's what they are doing. So Yeah, and 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 the topic where you choose, you could not choose a better topic because a lot of people have misconceptions about health that you are steadily bring into the light and um privilege to be on your program for shed my little piece and your being a medical piece? doctor. <laughs> you have the big my piece. Little piece. <laughs> no, well, well, you know what? You know what? That's yeah. a misconception again because being a medical doctor, um, I know about what I know. You understand? But what I know is a very small part of the whole picture. And that's the honest truth. Uh, a lot of people think about health and wellness and the first thing pop in their mind is the physical aspect of health but if you follow the WHO that's the World Health Organization which is the foremost authority on health in the country in the planet their definition of health is is not just a state of complete I mean they define health as a complete state of physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease so when you think about it that way, in medical school, they focused a lot on the physical aspect of health. And then we had rotations in psychiatry, so we touched a little bit about the mental aspect. But, but there's very, very little about the social aspect, the emotional aspect, and everything pieced together to make one big picture. So that's why I say it that way. Literally, it's a small piece, and, and it wasn't until... A few years ago, I really started to see the big picture, and um, it's—I mean, I'd like to talk about that because how 
how that even came about was, you know, when I met Rose, which is my wife now, um, you know, but for the listeners that don't know, yeah, married, um, have one daughter, beautiful daughter, beautiful wife, and really and truly, it wasn't until I met my wife that I started to get some real insight into the whole mental and emotional aspect of well-being. And um, it, it's funny because, you know, I was telling you earlier, I had a sister in over, and with their talk, and uh, when the time get cold, as it is now in Pennsylvania, when it get cold, me get sick often, so I get a whole heap of little virus, cough, cold, runny nose, everything there. And so she there tease me and I say, you know, I'm sicky, sicky, but you know, she have her own issues and I can talk about this without getting into details and she's fine with it, but you know, she's somebody who, she has a lot of friends who drain her energy on a daily basis and so she rely on me to give her that energy that she get drained up and so I was trying to rebut her and saying well yeah you know I'm a sicky sicky from a physical aspect but from a social aspect you know better off than me and we started to have this big conversation about health and then Rose chip in and I told Rose I was coming on your show and, and Rose tell me straight up say oh listen you, you need to tell snaps about your journey with emotional wellness and social wellness and I straight up, Rose can tell us I was a madman back in the day. And a whole heap of people can relate to that. When I think back to the way I you used mad to treat her and all me. Yeah, madman. Yo, too. listen. <laughs> listen. Snap. Yeah. Dear madness me was to go on with. And, and I hope, you know, I think probably that would be a good place for us to start. Especially with what's going on in Jamaica right now with respect to all these news are seeing with, with you know the man them are killed the woman them car the man get a little bun or whatever it is there's no justification that anybody can put on the table for putting the woman them through what these men are putting the women through so with that being said you know I me mean, I like to share my journey and um you know where I was and where I am now and what led to that. Right. But um before before I start there um I'd like to ask you, how, how do you feel right now with respect to your emotional health, okay. your mental health? So before we touch upon that, um, I think it's important for we kind of um, backtrack a little. So you're saying that the medicine, the medical industry focuses a lot on the physical aspect of, of, of well-being and them term it health. A lot. So a basically, lot. my part doesn't speak only about the physical but how physical integrates with all other aspects of wellness so you're right the holistic part does cover the social the mental the Mm -hmm. emotional as well as Mm -hmm. the physical and not Mm -hmm. and and not having any priority on either over any other one so absolutely even though i still promote that you know, one should focus a lot on the physical aspect because the physical mm-hmm. aspect is what we feed constantly throughout the day. You see me, I say? Mm-hmm. We engage on, in the physical aspect constantly mm-hmm. while mental as well to a certain extent and then I would say mm-hmm. to, a, to the least extent the social aspect. You see me, I say? Yeah. You, you spend more time with yourself than when you spend with others. So... Now, yeah. I say, now yeah. I say the physical take priority, but I would still say 
it is important to have some level of focus on that aspect of it. You see me? So the physical part mm-hmm. of it, you don't know, for me, I promote a plant-based lifestyle. I promote yeah. exercising. However, mm-hmm. whatever feels like a good way for exercise to you, and some people can go lift up some weights, some people can go play some ball, whatever comes natural yeah. or whatever not feel like stress or strain, but something we find pleasure in, in doing. You see me? I say some people mm-hmm. find pleasure in lifting up some big iron, some people find, <laughs> find, that, find that very you know, just not comfortable. So people would rather go mm-hmm. hit some ball. But anyway, if you just get your body moving, because movement is important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep your, keeping your body active. Um, yeah. Drinking water. Because growing up in Jamaica, you know, said growing up in a Jamaica, brother, drinking water was never really something that was emphasized than enough. Actually, me could not go several no. days without drink water at all. Because I bag juice, man. You see me, I say, yeah. I have my bag juice, me good. If I'm thirsty, yeah. bag juice. Sucks up. Yeah. You see me, I say, yeah. sky juice. Yeah. You see me? So water was never really. And then the water from our pipe is full of chlorine too. So probably we did better off not, not drinking just, that. I, yeah, but I'm not just chlorine either. Sometimes straight up dirt. You turn on the pipe water, the water brown straight up dirt. Yeah, so... so and you don't know, we never really have certain resources to cover that, but we are buying a bottle of spring water and all them things there. So, yeah. so yeah. maybe I just, mm-hmm. I just, just I show us it, so, we don't go and survive it, you know, better you go and drink some bag juice and reach a pint when you know say a spring water and you can get some water from the spring. So, yeah, the okay. water aspect, we yeah. never realized how important that was until we get older and struggle with certain other aspects of my well-being and realize, you know, say, Drinking more water can alleviate some anxiety when I feel. Every time I feel a little heaviness there, I'd probably drink like mm-hmm. 32 ounces of water. I kind of feel it slowly dissipate, you know? And I say, wow, mm-hmm. water can do that. But um, yeah, so we're talking on the physical aspect. The food, the exercise, the water. See? Then on the yeah. mental aspect now. Now, for me, the herbs... Because trust me, I spend a whole heap of time I study and I focus on expanding my understanding about herbs. So, for even the mental, they have, there are so many, they call them nervines, but that's just another okay. medical term, terminology. There are so many herbs that are mm-hmm. good and that supports the central nervous system, which supports the mind. You see what I say? They are, mm-hmm. you know, what if people use, I know the effects of like chamomile and certain things, but them kind of get a watered down processed version. Like some real raw chamomile. I tell mm-hmm. you, say, that put it in a sense of a mood. It give you a mood where, where it can allow you if you can go read and focus. Because I don't know if you notice more time, you probably read something, you probably have to go read it again because the focus never did it. Your mind gone yeah. on something else. Yeah. It's easy to get mm-hmm. distracted. So, just like yeah. the example of how the herbs can assist you in your mental, okay. in your focus, in your mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we can go, we can speak for days from that. We can speak for days from the physical yeah, man. And, and them things are well documented. So, what you're saying is absolutely true. A lot of people use this for focus. A lot of people use it for anxiety. Pain. Uh, a lot of people use it for pain. It's a good substitute in many people for traditional pain medication. So, what you're saying is absolutely true, well documented. Right. 
and it then and there's no going around it because if you try the herbs you realize uh, them work immediately and effectively so which goes back now to a question a burning question i've always wanted to ask people within the medical industry medicine and medication we know that they had to have used a lot of the natural herbs but they tend to add a whole lot of things that cause side effects and like so so what is the relevance of, of medicine medication and you as a medical doctor do you support the notion that it should be eradicated and be focusing on the herbs or do you support that medication is essential within our society well um there is no simple answer for that question and uh, like we've reasoned before the truth is this there is a there is a place and a time for everything uh, medication man-made medication as you call it many man mo, a lot of man-made um, medication are extracted directly from various herbs and various natural resources and um, they have to put it in such a synthetic way for many different reasons one of which is to preserve it for a longer period of time another reason might be that they add something else to it synthetically that might give another additional benefit but um i and i've told you this before i don't subscribe to the notion that there is no time no place for medication because there are some things that medication can do for you that just having the raw untouched herb will never do for you and additionally so let us um, so before we go further let us give some examples and let us see if we can um if i let, allow me to attempt to um support my claim that the herbs is for the healing and it can heal everything so let us okay give me your example of where medicine or medications are essential and that the herbs come second to it like, give me an example um just off the top of my head there are certain there are certain diseases there are certain cancers that have a genetic basis to it and there are certain medications that can target these cancers from the genetic base directly and eradicate it that's not something that um herb can do but there's that's not that, something that just but it is not proven where where any medicine have cured any cancers no that's not true um i mean it's well documented that a lot of medications have cured a lot of cancers and and not to get too technical with you but um you know there's a type of cancer called gist right g-i-s-t gastrointestinal stromal tumor that a lot of these gist tumors have a genetic basis for it and and there are certain medications called tyrosine kinase inhibitors that are given for these gist tumors that totally eradicate them and and this is proven is proven in animal models is proven in human models it's currently on the market and has been on the market for a long time so so this is not something that modern day scientists or doctors are guessing about this is something that we've been using for you know a pretty long time now with with a lot of success there are certain leukemias blood-borne cancers there are certain leukemias that 
again have genetic basis and again we have medications that totally eradicate these things and these are things which have been proven previously by animal models then human testing and now it's on the market and it continues to work wonders in many people's lives so okay, so the question that i would like to ask now so mm-hmm. it is documented that these medicines medications have been effective with dealing with those cancers however have you thought about or explored the natural answer the herbal answers to those pathologies and how would you deem it less effective have you have you um looked into well, how herbs well, well, itself I'm... can cure those cancers the leukemia when you speak of leukemia you're speaking about cancer of the blood right yeah okay yeah. so i did you know that herbs like burdock root herbs like yellow duck root herbs like bugleweed herbs like blue vervine and i and the list goes on and on all those herbs have certain properties that target directly the proper functioning the sterilization the cleansing of the blood and those herbs can address that pathology directly have you ever investigated that or do you doubt that this can be true no i mean i'll be honest with you i don't i don't know i don't know anything about that and um this is the other thing that for lack of a better word modern medicine is a little bit behind with um we know that a lot of herbal preparations and and raw herbs and extract we already know that a lot of these have medicinal properties but many of them have been left unexplored for certain things to my knowledge i don't know of any experiments looking at herb and and cancer treatment so i really can't speak to that uh, you would probably know more about that part than me because you explore that regularly but i i really can't say but i do know that modern medicine could do a little bit more to explore the treatment of various diseases with certain herbal modalities but specifically what you asked me about i don't know i'm not even going to pretend like me no me no no okay so and and it's not and it's not far-fetched it's really not far-fetched that certain things may have certain effect on certain diseases it's just that currently it's not explored so we don't know and then there's always a stigma so when, when, the, when you said not explored what do you mean because that would be very natural because herbalists far and well, well not explored in the scientific community in the scientific community but i actually disagree and i think that the science community actually know about the effects of these herbs and know that if you put these herbs together under a certain kind of therapy program you will get the same results matter of fact you will get far better results minus the side effects that comes with the 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 modern medicine you know so i do believe that it's already known but there might be i don't like to speak about agendas or um theory conspiracy theories or anything like that This, this is not what the program is about but I do believe that it is well known by the medical society, by the medicine industry, that um, these herbs can do those things, you know? Hey, and the truth is, it, you know, it may be, it may not be, 
I I don't know, you don't know, and you know how I say already, I only talk about things when I know for a fact, so I can't even get into that. I really don't know, and that's the truth. So, but um, yeah. how often you what, use it and, yeah. and why you use it specifically? Okay, since we're going to speak on just what we know and not, um, you know, have any kind of fantasy reasoning. Um, what I do know is that the, the premise of modern medicine was built or based on the, the understandings and the articulations of Hippocrates, which is known to be the first healer, medical healer. So I guess I should, it is fair to say that he established the premise of modern medicine based on his understandings, his findings, his practice. And um, he used only herbs. And as time passed and technology improved and, you know, certain additives, certain chemicals, certain things to make more convenient, certain to make things more um, efficient and effective came. And with those things came a lot of side effects and a lot of other illnesses being born. You know what I say? So that is what I know to be true. Um, I don't know if you learned about Hippocrates while you were learning medicine, because I, 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 I should think that he was someone that everyone in the medical is, um, industry should know. Have you heard, well, heard about him? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, know about him, but not not any details at all. I don't know anything. Um, I don't know anything much more than what you just said, which is, you know, he's hailed as the father of modern medicine, etc. When you graduate from medical school, the Mechostek, um, the Hippocratic Oath, talking about how we swear to the good by our patients and do no harm and all that. Um, but the truth is, um, my medical school, I went to, we didn't go deep into the history of him and what he did, so I, I don't know much about him either. Okay. So as long as you already, as I said, the Hippocratic Oath. So that is another example showing you that medicine is based and built upon the findings and the ex- and the um, the practice of that great one. So moving forward to what else I do know. So um, everyone has some level of pathology, you know, some level of disease. Because um, that is what disease actually is. It actually means at this uh-huh. ease within yourself. Um, it manifests itself in different ways. You know, some people sick in them eye, in them foot, in them head, in a different thing, yeah. in them heart. It's a message. So you have a different medical aspect that addresses certain pathologies. Um, me personally, I've struggled intermittent, intermittently throughout my life with um, anxiety and then as a byproduct of that then you have depression and um yeah. it doesn't happen consistently throughout my life but certain events mm-hmm. kind of trigger me to go into that state of being and i realized that wait, that, wait. that come that is part that has been passed through my bloodline just like most other pathologies you know what i say when um, when first when first you realized that this was a problem that you struggled with when when was it and what made you come to that realization that um, I was 14 at the time. The first, the, uh, my first realization 
when I was challenged with it the first time in my life, I was 14 years old. Um, I didn't know what it was. Um, most people didn't underst understand what it is that I was feeling, what I was expressing that I was feeling. So, you know, most people are going to just say to you, say, boy, walk it out there, man, or get up, man, and stop that, man, or, you know what I say? And I say, so how it's so difficult for me to just do that? You know what I say? It's not like I was a weaky, weaky youth, or a, a weak-minded youth. I was always a firm youth, you know what I say? So how it becomes so, so difficult? So what exactly? What 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 exactly? What exactly were your symptoms like? Why you like you just you feel panicking? Because I mean, you know, in a high school, me and you never really link like that. Right. You know, my brother used to link with. Yeah. And but everybody in the school know you. Cause you're popular. You play ball, girls, man, etc. But we never know you like. That's some informant to get up on my program. I deal with my lad. Nah, man. But yo, snaps. Come yo, on, can no, I man. Yo, hear me, sir, brother, man. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This is a way, but this is whatever we said. No, nah, no, man, I joke, rabbit, man. No, 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 but but you, you get me. I said, but but what I'm saying that is because the image that I have of you from back then, um, I could have never tell, and I don't remember ever seeing or hearing you act out in any way. Like, never, you know, like when you're there high school, everything will happen to somebody, you always hear it, by the way, or whatever. Yeah, because it wasn't acting out, you know. It was something that was, I just, me alone did feel it, and you would never see it, I know, because, you know, okay. I masked it very well. And, you know, okay. I'm going about my daily duties normal, seemingly. Yeah. It seem normal. But me, in myself, don't feel normal. You see me? So, so how exactly you feel Brother, more time I just sit down and my heart just start racing. I feel like, you know, like a dog around you, I get, I get frightened. <laughs> but nothing ever happened for cause that. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, Out yeah. of nowhere, I just yeah, sit down like and. Yeah, my heart just start racing. One time the heart just start yeah. racing, I start to say, No, man, something happened to me. I've got to hospital or something. And then it, <laughs> yeah. the next thing you know, I start feeling the sense like, I'm in my body, like, I can't feel yeah. my foot, then yeah. I walk and I feel like I'm here, I walk. I feel like I'm just a glide. I mean, I say, yo, then I start overthinking things and I wonder, how me attack or how yeah. me attack? So, brother, you just, if you would sit down in that, in that, in that headspace, you would feel like he's a stock steering madman. But me I function yeah. very yeah. well within society, same way. Yeah, and, and you see now, you know, that is a perfect example of, of, of just your unwell mental state giving you physical symptoms, you know, and it just ties back to what I said earlier, like, when people think about health and wellness, most of the time it's purely physical. Not understanding that if you're not well mentally, emotionally, socially, you're not in balance. Is what I'm saying? And um, happy you share this. And I'm saying I want to share something with you too. And for the longest time, you know, now I can look back in retrospect and see that I've not been totally well for a long time. But when you're going through it, when you're going through certain things, you don't necessarily see this. And as I said, my, my wife always tells me, say, yo, no, was a madman back in the day. And, and thinking on it, a lot of the girls are dating back in the day. Then probably would have come to the same conclusion because the way how I would act towards women, and I'm and, and not like, you know, no, 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 me never put my hand on a woman yet never physically touch a woman none of that stuff but you know just the approaches towards relationship and all of that uh it's just not well like for example you know for, for me you know for you you said your whole anxiety and 
panic attacks and all of that started with you when you were 14. For me, um, I think the first, the first I can remember are, are the origins of me not being emotionally stable. It's probably, you know, I can trace it back to 18 for me because unlike you, you wasn't a ladies man in high school. You get me? I said, you know where my thing did there already. I straight books everybody know me for. And that was my focus. And we never took bus go home. You know that. My father dropped me off. My mother come pick me up every day. Um, we never did a club club. And we used to bad mind if them something they see. You would even like do a bit of well. Yes, the old world funny. The thing them where you bad mind me for. I think so. I look for a man like you and I say, yo. I know, you know, I mean, I say like, more than one for can take bus. Not that I couldn't, but, you know, I did definitely a different thing. More than one for have a bag of girl, more than one for this and that. So, again, on a side note, it's just funny, you know, like how we are looking at each other and we're admiring certain aspects about each other without even knowing it. You get me, I say? Right. But that was a sidetrack. What I mean, I try to say is that, you know, I, I got my first girlfriend at the age of 17, you know? first serious girlfriend. We probably did have like a girl here and there, but it was never really serious. Never there do nothing. First girlfriend at the age of 17. Love her to death. And for me, at least, them time, the swear say, yo, this was the girl we need to marry and second door. 17, you know. Yeah, man, me about 10 as an experience. But got you. Yeah, man, second down with me life, with whatever. And, and not to demonize, demonize her in any way beautiful girl both inside and out and I would have never trade that relationship and that time we spent for anything in the world but it never ended well you understand me end up get a little bun I know nothing that but at the time at that time I big something that well well no me I look back on it and I say I know nothing that but I, I, yo may I tell you it lick my chip lick it fry chip because at the time yeah man fry at the time when me get my bun you know this was my first semester of medical school and I found out about it a few weeks before my first second exam in a medical school. I remember say I go medical school on a scholarship so I had to maintain a certain grade to keep the scholarship. And when she tell me about it, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't study, nothing. I tell her say, I can't post me there when she tell me about it and I lived in Taylor Hall and when she tell me about it, I walk, me walk every single grass at campus, like for the whole day. I walk campus probably 10 times over. Yeah, man, I come, like, come and fry chip that. Yeah, man, mad man, mad out, mad. <laughs> and the truth is, just through me as a man, I always I read intermittently, I get through them exam. I, I, I just walk going at the exam, I tell myself, say, yo, I'm not here, and I eat this. Mm-hmm. And I go do the exam, then pass them same way. God, God is good. And, but, but what that experience did to me is that, number one, I couldn't get her off of my mind, being So, I realized that the only way I'm going to get this girl off of my mind is if I dust myself off and go date another girl fast. So, bam, it never hard because I used me there. And I bear young people, everybody I look to the dating experience. And I lived in a fraternity, the fraternity of Attica. So, you know, it's easy. You see the man them are bringing multiple girls in and out. So, you know, it's not hard to get in at that. So, right. bam, find a girl. 
but there's only so much time you can spend with one girl, right? 24 hours in a one day, and you can't spend all of them with one girl. She has fear of life to live too. And uh, when I wasn't with a girl, the thought used to eat me up about my ex-girl. And so the only thing I could have do was to start date other girls. So I had to surround myself with women 24-7 just to keep her off of my mind. Yeah, distraction. And, and, yeah, and at the time, it not feel like you had to do nothing. But I started to do it, and that was my way of life. So at any one point in time, I was always dating multiple girls. And you don't realize that when you do certain little things like this, especially as a young youth, when you're fully fine in the way, everything you think and everything you do, it becomes who you are. And, and for some people, so much so to the point that you can't even control what you're doing. And for me, the first way it started to affect me emotionally in terms of my growth and all of that is that, yo, my dad turned one little liar. He used to start lying to the girl and because in my head, if I keep multiple girls and I have to keep all of them happy, I need to separate them and I can't make them know about each other or else they might go vex and left me. So I used to cultivate this little style whereby everything will come out of my mouth alive. Half a lie to them. Can't make she know about her and her know and, about and she. And I want peace. That's something when I try to keep up with them, them the lie there, you know. And it's hard to keep up with the lie them. Hard, but outside of that, outside of that, I had an epiphany one day because again, the tell says a fraternity me they live on and I beer gallus me used to power with. And me used to see how them man they run them program and them man they never lie to girl. No time a day. You know, if them man they are date four girls, the four girl them know say them are date three years or yeah. So then it made me realize say, oh well, alright, probably monopolize. So I start switch around the thing a little bit and you know, I kind of cut off the lighting because one, it'd be too hard to keep up with and, and two, straight up, I just never feel good at like everybody. Right. And, um, hey, I quickly realized, say, yo, when you treat the girl them good and them like you enough, you don't have to lie to them, snap them, you lie to themselves. Isn't it? They know them not in a good situation, but they will tell themselves otherwise. They will tell themselves. And it's not that they're not in a good and... situation, you know. They're not in the situation where them hope for but if them check fee enough, yeah. I guess them will, them will just, them will, them, them will take whatever yeah. benefit, whatever it, it is beneficial. It's not a good, you know, you know, you have some girls where you meet straight up where you know, say, them just they on a fun time and that is fine for them. But then, you know, so somewhere along the line, me know you and you know me and we treat the woman them good, right? Somewhere along the line, you know how it goes now. It has to go from just being you know, fun to them wanting more of your time to them yeah, wanting more. And the natural right ambition of a woman, they might want some that, longevity. That exactly. Yes, exactly. So, so I'm telling you, you know. So back to how you did not well now emotionally. That's that the example you yeah, said basically you used to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 basically So well, and that means if you say that every man every man went through that phase of that not being well. Because I think that is well, actually the right of passage for, well, for most men, especially well, from our culture. Well, 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 you know, and this is just my opinion, but and I'm, I'm conflicted on this straight up because I do believe that the, the whole dating scene is something that every young person should go through. You need that experience and it will mold you. But at the same time, I do feel like 
it is something that cultivates certain negative habits and and for me emotionally what it did to me is that three things nearly it made me a very greedy person right it made me a very selfish person and it made me a very suspicious person and if you think about each of them the individually you know there's a crazy combination that we have and when we say greedy i mean greedy in terms of this you know when you realize that you can have multiple women and you can get them easy you might have a woman who look a certain way or have a certain feature where you want but she don't have everything because no one girl can have everything where your heart desires and so all right you have this girl and she shape good but her breasts them kind of flat where you see this girl and this girl like it this girl you know she have some better physical features so you get her to but then emotionally she not too stable you need an emotionally stable girl and then you need a girl who probably can provide a little bit of finances for you and you know you, you, you get greedy when you realize that you can get and get and get and get easily it makes you greedy but it um, makes you do a pre- so um i agree with you to a certain extent um when it comes to dating especially at a young age um the word greed I wouldn't use it there. Mm-hmm. Um, variety is important, especially in those developmental stages and stages. <laughs> variety. That, no, variety. Variety meaning, um, just like you just, you just list out some women that, have a cert- that are strong in a certain character area or a physical feature or something. However, how you are going to know the things them, that you want unless, you're, unless you experience them? Because sometimes we don't even know so we like something until we see it. Until we feel it, you see what I say? Yeah, no, so. no, and, and which is why, and which is why I'm set here. I'm conflicted because remember, I'm say I, I honestly feel in my heart, of heart that every person should go through it. I honestly feel that way, but at the same time, I don't know anybody that has been through a situation whereby them are there, and and we are talking specifically to people. Where I date multiple people simultaneously. You know, I'm not talking about people where, you know, you date one person now and you broke up, then you move. Like, I talk simultaneously. I don't know anybody in my life that has been through a sustained period of dating multiple people simultaneously and it not mess with them mentally or emotionally. I don't know if you know any. I don't know any. Um, I can't no, name one. I don't know anybody that has been successful. In maintaining, and it's not even just successful, you know. I mean, not about, so I, I was successful, maybe I do it for quite a while. But no, my by success, I mean, like being able to pull it up, oh. I mean, successful in the yeah, sense that, yeah, yeah, fully achieving yeah. what it is that you want for gain from the emotional side, yeah. and from the physical side, yeah. and being able to oh, avoid yeah. conflict within yeah. yourself, or avoiding yeah. conflict with those other persons. So, that mm-hmm. that that I want me mean by successful. And um, yeah. I do yeah. believe the issue or the barrier that stands between being successful with that. I mean, I talk about purely younger and dating at a certain age. Um, yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with a lack of proper guidance. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of us grew up without fathers that had certain kind of understanding. So even if you had a father, you never really have a certain understanding because certain things just passed down um, I think authenticity 
was a trait that was not taught to us, um, being um, totally transparent about your emotions, how you feel inside, and being able to articulate mm-hmm. those things to the yeah. persons and allowing them to choose for themselves if this is a situation that, wants, that they want to be a part of. So um, if you're unable to exercise that authenticity, then clearly conflict is going to come. And the conflict is going to be external at first, and then it, it will gradually become internal. Because as I say, you have to start lying, and do all kind of things to avoid the external conflict, creating internal could conflict. Could not create could not create so, so that is that is the thing, the lack of proper guidance. And um, hopefully, I mean, we're, we're in an age now where a lot of people are becoming more awake to certain nuances. So I think our generation, and the generation before us, and maybe the generation before them, suffered a lot because of not having certain kind of guidance. But hopefully our children, with our guidance, will be able to have less issues or less conflicts with it within themselves. When it comes to natural things like dating, because dating the natural right of passage, you know, from the beginning yeah. of time. Man and woman, other and, you know, them them expose themselves to each other and you know them share whatever they have to share and you know if it works it works and if it doesn't they move on and you know hopefully it works with someone else that is just something that comes with creation every every creature in the, in, yeah. the, in, the, in the forest actually have that courtship period mm-hmm. you see what I say mm-hmm. so for us it has become very conflicting it has gotten to the point now every love song we hear is actually a song we actually had actually I hate the other gender you know because of the that had the impact that the lack of guidance have brought forth for us. So, so hopefully, programs like this will allow people to dig deeper within themselves and um, and seek assistance or seek support from sustainable sources, sustainable places where they'll be able to have the tools to make life a little bit more, you know, less challenging and less conflict, you know. So, and that no, that no, that no, it is also. You said a very great thing, um, which I have to stop here and expand on that. Um, seeking the support and the tools to help you get better. And um, I think what a lot of people struggle with sometimes is that, um, number one, a lot of us not as well as we could be and though we don't realize it. And then number two, um, a lot of us, A, don't see the help that we need or B, um, some of us realize the help in other people and the help that other people can provide and sometimes because we're stuck in our own ways or we're stuck in a certain habit we try to fight that you know what I mean I say? and um, I, I wanted to say that specifically because I also did mention that I don't think I started to really understand how emotionally immature I was until I met Rose and and the reason how I started to understand that is that um, for the first time in my life I met a woman who um, loved me unconditionally and when I talk superficially um, you know I've been with a lot of people who really like me because I was on my way to a certain place in life or whatever and then um, you know I met Rose come from a very poor background, um, don't have nothing to give me, beautiful girl inside out, um, 
but at that point in my life I can't say that she was what I had envisioned myself with at that point in my life um, just because in talking to her early I kind of realized that she was almost like the female version of me is what I'm saying I trust me man and, and again, I tell her this story face all the time and I talk about it to our friends. So I'm not telling her anything so she has a feel embarrassed about. Rosie knows say she has a soulmate. Rosie had a female version of me. And it took something like that to show me that what I'm doing is ridiculous. For example, me full of crap. She full of craft too. And I be her craft. She used to try. Yeah, and I tell her so I listen from the day of me, that girl. Craft, I be her craft. Yeah, and I you know when you see some girl I like use sometimes and you, you, you know you laugh and I and I say, Oh, I wonder if this girl. Oh, what they should know say yo, say you are you about got five craft. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, the style was still use. They dropped them style from about five years yeah, ago. New so style a remix and beating. Yeah, yeah, them style but 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 she's the female version of me and you know certain things which start happening and come to my attention really did make me know that she had a female version of me and so um for a point in time i was like all right but just i go kick it with her because um you know she good to kick it with me can't reason with her um at that point we started to share a level of physical intimacy that was was great straight up and, and someone said alright me pick it with her and you know she always wanted much more than just a part she always did want to be in a relationship from there and, and we never did on that and uh, you know but we spent more and more time together and without even realizing it um, we fall in our trap one day because there was this one night in particular we just didn't spend the night together and for the entire night our phone a vibrate 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 she left it on the table side of me and my vex the whole night not the way my vex me never ever sleep come here say yo out man this a message her in the middle of the night when she sleep with me like that not right yeah. and I could wait till morning wait to tackle about it yeah. and as the morning rise I tackle about it and you know she laughed to me and she said well I mean it shouldn't be no in our business car you tell me all the time that we're not together. And from that day, then I said to her, I said, all right, yeah, well, we're together now. <laughs> me alone to the thing. Yeah, and, well, and we can't do this vibrating for every day. We can't you know? do this. And then, no, and then, and then after that, you know, she slowly started to show me certain things because, you know, a lot of people have an idea about what a great partner should be. And I would think that uh, a great partner should be everything we even envisioned when we are little kids and can do this and that but, but I'll tell you you know throughout my journey with her I've realized that a great partner is somebody who serves as a mirror to you and especially for somebody like me with a huge ego her being my first time in my life because I take an honest look on myself and, and see all the things that were wrong with me and the things that I needed to work on she Rose has a way and, and this is not just her but you know we're talking about the whole idea of support it don't have to be a girlfriend or a boyfriend a partner it could be a friend a family member what I'm trying to say is a loved one um, these this is what loved ones do loved ones show you honest look at yourself 
and I'm telling you, it can be very painful, especially if you have a big ego, but if you're willing to learn from them, and if you're willing to humble yourself, and if you're willing to accept them help, you will get better. And and that was my issue. My my ego was way too big, you know, for all these years of just dating multiple women. And and here it was, you know, it, it took this girl from a very poor, humble background to really step into my life and show me all the things that was wrong and, and challenge me for correct it. She have a way of challenging me whereby, you know, like she you know, she she never aggressively challenges me. She never physically challenge me she don't she don't even try to you know and i said rose has a way of getting things across to me that um i don't think anybody else has ever done in my life for example me used to have a style again again my head way too big and you know i never used to accept certain things from her say certain things to her that are it and that final i mean i want you no back chat i saw it but and if she give me no back chat, well, here what? I got hang up the phone on you or them kind of way of Blackberry Messenger. I got delete you out of my Blackberry Messenger. Yeah, man. Take yeah, a dip in. You know, me use I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, you know, we're... Nah, man, I we are talking about man on the road, boy. We hear that. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, oh, so, so, oh, so oh, I, we are no, we are good. Nah, nah. I was that I was that guy. And my way, if you can't listen to my way, when he's in me, because I know say, oh, if I go out the road today, Attend different girl right and so we are just like i say we have a whole option because easy, you, you don't know easy. especially well, a man who have different part of come come be no doctor right to that me every that woman wa so you can go on in an argument with me that is a that is a different story right they say you are very right but here what that's a minute and i go go down this and 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 just and just and just we'll streamline a little bit because um we're recording now for like 50 52 minutes so you don't know oh, I try, wow. I try to keep it under a uh, level so we're not trying to pass over so i could streamline a little bit but let me add a little bit as well to where i say um so rose is a tribe and um i don't know if you listened to the last episode we spoke about I an did. essential part of self-love is basically being around your tribe so when you said to yourself say you know so that girl is a female version of me She's a direct representation of me that, that you will identify. So, you know, say, I'm a tribe mate, this. And I saw you and I could yeah, have yeah. been soulmates. You see me? Because anything outside, that, yeah. outside of that would have been too much competition and too much, you know, you have to challenge who you are too much as far as yeah. your expression into this world. And, you know, you start losing yourself. And it is important that you don't lose yourself within any relationship. No. Uh, anyone in that no. relationship should not be losing themselves or compromising too much no. of themselves to be within Absolutely that relationship. Not. So, that is very very key and i'm happy that you shared that with me so i was able to so i am able now to highlight the fact that it is very important that you find your tribe you know my son another point and another point of self-love um you know she and i have had conversations about self-love and um one of the most profound thoughts that have come out of my conversations with her is that to really put yourself on a path of self-love you have to identify self-hate embrace it and work on it the two of them go hand in hand you have to identify the things about yourself that you hate them no go hand in hand them just not exist without the other yes may i say the duality has to be there or the other one does not exist they so don't. if you deny and, any and other them then the other one don't exist that's just the truth and yeah you know 
because she was a direct reflection of me I was able to see the things in her that I hated but the truth is she's a reflection of me those were things that I was doing and been doing and things that I absolutely hated but it, it, as I said it took her to show me the things that because you look at her as a mirror and exactly. so when you're looking at a mirror, it, in, nobody have to convince you of the things that you say. You say. No. Nobody have to coach you. you. Nobody have to give this you big, see. long episode in a text message that I have to express to you who you are. And, you know, you see it for yourself based on how them, you, you know, articulate themselves into the world. So, yeah, brother, that was um, definitely appreciate that story. Um, big up Rose, you know, big up Zara. You don't know them are my flesh as well. Because we're not part of my tribe as well. Just like Giovanni from the Jedi movements, the whole away cut from the same kind of card, you know. So, um, so remember what we did there, how, how we even started talking about that. We were talking about wellness. You're saying that you were not well emotionally, and so mm-hmm. if you're not well, that means uh, you're not well. You know, I say any aspect yeah. of your life that is not well, no matter even if you are run and a jog every day, if the emotional partner, right, Virginia, just do right, rude boy, you see me? Not so, yeah, man, all. so it's good for just approach wellness on a whole. You see me? And not denying any other any aspect of it. So give thanks. So but you asked me a question as well. What is my proof or what is my experience as far as the herbs and herbs working? So I was talking about, you know, me and my struggles with anxiety um, and stuff like that. So initially, clearly, when something starts wrong, what we gonna do? I got a doctor and especially having the guidance of your mother. You don't know, mommy, mommy still, you know, mommy just now, we're sick, we're, mommy now, we're uncomfortable, so mommy got to do whatever she thinks is necessary. So clearly, we are got a doctor. So we got a doctor and up at UWE, <laughs> i never forget, we go up at the UWE hospital and when I try to express myself to the doctor, it's like everything when I say, basically what she translated it as, you know, she come like that, brother, you're mental. She actually diagnosed me with schizophrenia. So speak, you're speaking to a diagnosed schizophrenic. <laughs> so based on that diagnosis, yeah, you're the most, you're the most, you're the most normal schizophrenic I've ever come across. I don't even know if I'm normal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> My functioning though, yeah. probably, yeah, probably yeah, one yeah, of definitely. the most well-functioning schizophrenic. Definitely. But um, definitely. So you know, medication filed next, and then when the medication started, now we start take the medication and. Start have all kind of effects now. So some start feel some things are worse than what me they feel. I start have beg for go back to the original feeling. Come start have this constant fatigue now and this constant dry mouth on top of the anxiety. You see me I say? Mm. Then a class mm. I try to focus, I can't even see the blackboard because it's a mash up my vision. I can't see me literally have to get a seat in front of the desk so I can see what I go on and the medication and do them thing there. You see me? So mm-hmm. my father now which was a man who never have too much contact with, you know, him they live in America at the time and telecommunication was as what it is now, you can just talk on the phone. Yeah. No, so if you do tags the yeah. phone card and that probably lasts three or f- five minutes. You see me? So yeah, yeah. The, the communication never as as strong. And I just reasoning with him, you know. And I said to him, said, that is you know so I feel this time. I said, trust me. So that's how I feel a simple thing, man. We feel that every other day. Nothing wrong with it, a part of life. And it's that understanding that comes from him, that assurance, say, yo, me not strange, and that mm-hmm. somebody else can also identify with these feelings. Yeah. Because that was a big yeah. part of it, the fear that 
I am isolated in the world. When I realize yeah. that you want to yeah. be alone, I feel certain things that like him know what I'm talking about. Him can finish my sentence before yeah. me. It gave me a sense of mm. assurance. It gave me a sense of confidence. Yeah. And out of nowhere, brother, I, can't, I don't even know when it disappeared. It just stopped. I stopped at the medication. Me and me and just constantly try to get a little reasoning once a week or twice a week. And brother, I'm a cure. Mm-hmm. And that, we not talk about no herbs. No herbs never incorporated. None at all. That, it was that, just, was just, that was just support. Yeah, that Straight was just support. support. An organic support. You see what I say? So a natural, that was a natural healing right there that come from the sort of words and support and love and, and, and just understanding. Cure that episode of it. See me? And then I pass through that and I go through life strong again with more confidence than before. And then you don't, you don't know, we excel at whatever we, we, we did. And then fast yep. forward, probably one time was like 22, 21. Another episode followed again where but then at the States I live now. I never, you know, I come, you know, I have my visa for travel from my youth, so I come here from my about eight mm-hmm. years old and thing. So when, mm-hmm. so when we reach at 22 now, we kind of make a decision, say, yo, I'm there America, you know. You see me? Okay. So we kind of take yeah. the road off, yo, now I go back to Jamaica. Now because we eat Jamaica, you know, all these plants are home, I go back, but the opportunity is just not there as much. So we're there, you know, and the sense of loneliness and a be stranger, I'm there, you and one time I had homeless my virgin. God no. Yeah. You see me? We didn't know going into the details yeah. of that, but I was very unstable. Yeah. And you know, that lack of confidence start to resurface. And that lack of confidence start come now with the same anxiety again. The constant feeling that something happened to you and even nothing happened to you. Things are threatening you yeah. when they're even threatening. You see me? Because that confidence has been shaken once more because of a life event. You see me? So that was the opportunity you now when we start explore the herbs. You see me? Okay. So the herbs now come into play you now when I talk to my cousin. And she, you know, she an Ital woman and she a Rasta. And she used to just say it so easily, like, yo, I saw you feel. You're a virgin. Just make sure you say anything with high folic acid, they get some of that. I said, what high folic acid? She said, she said, I can't tell you right after the bat right now, but this is your journey. Figure it out. Why high enough folic acid? And why is folic acid essential? And when I say, okay, it's a B vitamin and it helps with, with cognitive support and certain kind of things. And I say, hey, what good in that? And then I start realizing, you know, so okra, high enough folic acid. And then I realize that certain aspects of, I mean, I mean, of the illness start disappearing. But other aspects are there as well. You see me, I say? And then I start saying, all right. I read up on something you now. I say, blue verbi, you know, one thing that's good for your nerves. So the little anxious and frighty flight or flight feeling we normally get. Um, we need to just find us some blue vervine and drink it and make sure so whatever may eat high in a folic acid. And just okay. developing relationships with the people around me and starting feeling like my belong now. And then yeah. that episode passed. And then that, that probably took like six to eight months. You see me? Okay. But another natural way, you know, the medicine never worked for me. I never, I mean, even the attempt to get medicine because I remember what they did to me the last time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll conquer that. And then we'll go so yeah. fast forward now. One time I'm probably 30 years old, I'm 31 now. So, yeah, a year or so ago, not two years ago, I have a little issue that um, something that was very shocking to me okay. caused me to go back into that state that my head now I can't stop thinking yeah. and I can't get certain things yeah. out of my mind so that kind of 
mm-hmm. bring back the anxiety. You see me? Mm-hmm. So when the anxiety resurfaces, that it come like it come in wicked than every other time. Because I said to myself, say, I'm a conquer that thing and I just come back again. And now I start drinking yeah. the blue verve and it now nah, go no way. <laughs> you see me? I yeah. say, where the folic acid there? Yeah. I said, gee, yeah. I, I no, I eat this now for me now. Because no, no yeah. other support. When I did draft after before, nah, help me now. So, what this? Yeah. You see me? Long story short, long story short, I start realizing the other aspects of the natural well being when I probably ignore. But because mm-hmm. now we need to call upon all tools, we need to utilize all resources. So I start going deeper and realizing the effects of technology and your cell phone and how that contribute to not feeling grounded and not feeling in your body having you feel spaced out because space yeah, being feeling spaced yeah. out was another yeah. thing when I experienced. I said, oh, I constantly feel like I realized I'm going to sleep without my phone on my belly. <laughs> so I said, the way I attached to it. You know what I said? Because now, we're in the age now we trust we can't even function at all without it. So I realized yeah. the effects were that they have for me. And I said, oh, I'm going to counteract yeah. them things. So I start investigating yeah, the man. powers of crystals now and realize that certain, certain crystals naturally block them, them frequency there from, from an enter mm-hmm. into your space. You see me? So yeah. I start wearing my crystal and I realize, oh, you know, so I don't feel so flighty no more. One more I can add to this. You know, so I need to go in the nature more and walk on the beach barefoot and them things. That, that, that certain mm-hmm. article I show me and I say, yo, I can actually mm-hmm. go born without shoes and I, 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 we come with them things there. Mm-hmm. And if you look on electricity and if you understand that we have an electric body, you will realize that you have to treat it as such. Every electronic or every Thing that um, produces electricity have a ground, have a negative and a positive, and the negative is the ground aspect, something that connects that that device to the ground. Because if it's just a positive charge, it has a short circuit. So we know, say, okay, we have a health, we have an electric body because we have an electric brain and we have an electric heart. Because electricity alone, the brain cannot use to send signal to my hand to make it move, and our heart we have pump. If, it, if your heart starts pumping and it goes to shock you, get some more electricity in that area, that means your heart starts pumping again. So, okay, we have an electric body. So, when we realize we're too in our brain and with a short circuit, we're actually a short circuit. So, we need to take off our shoes and go sit down on the ground and get grounded so we can balance them energy there. You see me? So, at them little thing there, I realize, oh, what? Anxiety yeah. and depression get a beat now because now I have the folic acid. <laughs> now I have the blue vervian. Yeah. No, me have my crystal yeah. them, and now me realize the power of nature. and realize you know, how essential it is for us to well, be. Well, 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 I'm, 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 I laugh, but me not laugh because I say, oh, this man is a madman free little. No, me I laugh because, um, I also have certain little elements that I imply in my life now, not to the same extent that you do, but um. Again, you know, with anxiety, I think everybody has a baseline level of anxiety. And, and for me personally, I never felt any form of anxiety in my life until my daughter was born. And when my daughter was born, um, there's this thing with me where I'm just constantly thinking about her and her well-being and my plans for her. I know my plans for Rose and then my family back home and everybody and it gives me a baseline level of anxiety. Definitely not enough to throw me off or get me non-functional, but just a thing where every night I go on my bed, 
I wake up, then the my mind I feel a little bit anxious. Every morning I wake up, I feel a little bit anxious. And so what you are telling me is that you found ways outside a modern medicine for kind of growing yourself. And I've also had to do that again, not to the same extent where you are telling me about. But you know, like for me, me wake up an extra half an hour early or, or an hour early. So every morning right now, I wake up like 4.30 and I sit down, I meditate for a little bit. And when I say meditate, it's not to get this great grand feeling like what I'm putting on the movie. It's really just reflecting on my previous day, reflecting on the day ahead, thinking about my loved one, thinking about things I want to accomplish. I always have some classical music I play in the background because that calms my mind. And then go put you in a half an hour work or running or working out on the treadmill, you know. So these are the things I employ to keep me grounded. And um, the little anxiety that I have and I realize that I have, I use this to keep it down to a minimum. And um, no different than what you are saying, you know, you just using a different modality. So for you, it's nature, it's the crystals, it's all these other things you do it. And, but, um, but, but ultimately but everything is the same thing because everything is just really everything just pulling thing. It, all it is is just everything. pulling yourself to center we have been scattered throughout our, our activities of our days and it. we become That's scattered what. and because we know we have been fragmented so now we have to pull these things back together pull these aspects of ourselves to. to center so we can move you, forward you with lift. power and purpose yeah. and you that is you have a purposefully set aside time for yourself. And and in your last episode, you mentioned to your friend that the specific example you used was McDonald's. And you said to him, no, somebody will go to McDonald's to feed themselves. That person can be a right person. You're not trying to say that you can't say you're a healthy person or you're trying to be healthy. And you're looking to get your nourishment from McDonald's that you know is unhealthy food that I give you. At the same time, you can't be somebody who's trying to get to a certain level of peace and calm and mental and emotional wellness if you don't actively set aside some time for yourself to pull your meds back in. It's the same way how you feel like you want to get yourself physically healthy and you go run on the treadmill and you go gym. The same way you have but, to but doctor, work on your mental health. We already you established to, that we need all you. aspects of wellness to you become. Have to. You have to. One. You have to. Yeah, you so have to. just to use the McDonald's because that was a physical part of it, the emotional no, part of it, and the mental part of it is important. Absolutely. Just as important absolutely. as every aspect of it. I, and I think I a lot of people deny the other aspects. I think doctors. A lot of people then don't know. You know, so that you know your platform is a great platform and if there's any one thing I want to leave the people with again you know before you go is that you know everybody whoever listening the same way you physically work on yourself if you're a smoker you smoke cigarette and you want to stop because you know it's going to affect your body um, if, you, if you feel like if you know you're overweight and you're actively going to the gym and, and working on your nutrition to ignore the mental and emotional aspect of your life because no matter how physically fit you get, if you're not actively working on these other parts, you will never truly do well. Never. never. Even if your body starts to look good that. tomorrow, no, that never. is not everything because a whole heap of good looking body people just not well and they and never love yeah. them life and they better treat no. them life for somebody else's. So, Absolutely. and what is a life that you, would, that you don't adore? What, what is a life Absolutely. that you can't be grateful for? So, nope. 
yes, my brother. So, with a whole heap of reasons, we just reason like a while ago. I still feel like enough things we never get to touch upon, but you don't know if I put a cap on it you at some it. point. So, I give thanks, brother, for the, for the past show. I'm definitely going to call upon yeah, the eye yeah. again whenever we have another topic where we know we can use your expertise. You see me? So, it's always a privilege to talk to you. And, 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 and before I leave, because again, I, I, a lot of people question the purpose of life and this and that. And um, I, I'm not a philosopher or anything like that. But for me, the purpose of life is just constant exploration and searching. And that's all we're doing from the day we born till the day we death. We never stop searching. And um, I, I have a poem that I really like from, from one of my favorite poets of all time. His name is T.S. Eliot. You can go Google him. And there's one line in one of his poems in particular that um, I want to leave you with before I go. And, and I think it will really resonate with you for what you're doing and the exploration that you're going on in your life currently. And, and the line goes like this. We shall not cease from exploration and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive at where we started and to know the place for the first time. So, I, again... I want you guys to think about that. I personally think that this is what life is all about. Just continuing to try to find yourself. And if you really keep active and keep active, um, even though right now you might feel confused about whatever it is you're going through, just keep diligent at it always. Grasp your support systems. One day you're going to find yourself. One day you're going to find yourself. And when you find yourself, trust me, it's a beautiful thing. And when I try to talk as somebody who has it all figured out, I don't think any of us do. But but there's so much beauty in the process of trying to get towards that place. And, and when you finally get there, I can imagine how how heavenly that must feel. So you know, never stop exploring, never stop searching. Work on yourself day and night, the physical, the mental. And from you actively pursuing that, everything will be alright. And I will add on that. I will add to that. Find your support. Find substantial support. Find support. Um, and cling to it. You know what I'm saying? Support yourself as well um, by nourishing your body properly, making you much more efficient, making you much more durable to withstand. Yeah. Because, brother, if you're not tough around here, everything I got tougher than you in know, life, I'm going to stamp you while you search and then the search are just harder can you imagine a search for something when you have something for your back you know what I'm saying harder yeah, yeah man so you have to get off certain <laughs> things off for your back by making yourself much more After. durable I mean After. eat well you don't have to be a vegan or a vegetarian eat as well as your body will mm-hmm. allow you to because everything mm-hmm. in stages um, I think the ultimate expression of how we um, nourish ourselves would be having fully intact plant yeah man I that's it all. Um, give thanks to everyone that came out and listened to the program the Rude Boy Connectivity I think we are getting better you know I think I've definitely made some breakthrough and um, I'm welcoming new guests, men and women alike. 
if you're interested in being a guest on the program, you can email me at rudeboyconnectivity at gmail or you can send me a direct message on Instagram at justsnapstafari. Yeah, man. So we're going to exit with the sound, the power of the artist and art. Lead out. Hold up, Chiquita, I told you I got a senorita when you meet me. She said me a liar, she said me a dog. Send me treating her with no regard. A good thing me never did tell you feeling me round the yard. I only plan for a one night. I never plan for my whole life. Because the girl I love, she's gonna be my wife, baby. I only plan for a one night. So here we are, caught up in this moment, trying to figure out when all this is gonna end. Said she got something to confess, but she don't know how to get it off her chest. Said it's been a couple days now, she not seen her lady in her address. Only plan for a one night, and never plan for my whole life. Cause the girl I love, she's gonna be my wife, baby. I only plan for my one night, I never plan for my whole life. Because the girl I love, she's gonna be my wife, baby. I only plan for my one night, I never plan for my whole life. Because the girl I love, she's gonna be my wife, baby. I only plan for my one night.